This is Electric Forest Radio. After a bit of a break, the Electric Forest Radio podcast is back, and we're celebrating the arrival of the EF 2022 lineup. The soundtrack to our reunion in the forest next June was revealed via EF Radio earlier in the week. That included exclusive mixes from a few members of the forest family, which we'll now be sharing here on the podcast. Up first is a mix put together by Mersive. We'll get into it in just a bit, but before that, we'll share a chat we had with Mersive about his experience at Electric Forest, as well as details about his album titled Pretty Dark Loud, which dropped in October. That's all on the way. As a reminder, you can tune in to the EF Radio 24-7 live stream to hear music from all of this year's lineup performers, plus artist radio shows, live sets of the day from years past, and so much more. To listen to EF Radio live and find a full schedule of programming, plus links to this podcast, visit electricforestfestival.com slash radio. Let's get it. My real name is Anderson Gallegos, and I my artist name is Mersive. I'm an electronic music act that plays, I guess, bass music. That's the subgenre that I am most known for. Been doing this for under this name since 2017. The end of 2017 is whenever we rebranded to Mersive. So let's talk about the beginnings of you getting into electronic music. What was that process like? How did you discover it? And, and what got you from that point to where we are right now? Um, I first got into it in whenever I was in high school around uh, 2011, 2012. And it was, it was just an accident. You know, I was just surfing through uh, YouTube, just looking at random videos and stuff. And I came across um, like hard style techno kind of stuff and was just really intrigued by it because I had never heard of that kind of music before. I had all grown up with hip hop and rock music. And whenever I came across that, it was so different and new that I just kind of got obsessed with it and like dove deeper into it. And one of the first artists that I discovered through that was Deadmau5. And then eventually Skrillex and Foreign Beggars and a bunch of so many different artists that I can't always remember. Nero was a big one too. They had um, an album called, I think it's called Welcome to Reality. It has uh, promises on it. Skrillex did a remix of that. Um, that was a huge inspiration for me, that specific album. And then when Skrillex came out, came out with this uh, Bangerang EP, that's kind of what got me into it was YouTube originally and then just diving deeper into the, into those uh, recommended videos and searches and that kind of thing. It wasn't really a known genre in like around my peers in high school. Once I discovered it, I did find that there were a bunch of kids from like other high schools that were into it and then some from my own. But it was it was so underground at the time that it was hard to find people that were interested in it as well. Yeah, I think uh, I, I can kind of relate to that even even still at this point. My yeah. Life, you know, it's grown so much since then, which is really, really awesome. But yeah, that's how I that's how I got into it. And then probably around a year later, that's whenever I started DJing and really getting interested in it. Cause um, I had friends in high school that would throw concerts or like little underground parties with DJs and stuff, but it was mostly hip hop. And whenever I discovered this, I was like, ooh, I wanna make a show that kind of surrounds this type of music, but I didn't know what a rave was or what a show was of any of that. I had no idea what that was. I was just, I had this vision of like, I want to create a, you know, a dance party atmosphere that is catered to this type of music and see, you know, 
how that goes. So you eventually relocated to Colorado and was was there a particular reason or, or vision for that move? Yeah, I moved there in um, August of 2016. And a year before that, that, that was whenever I was still in college and stuff. And I was just getting, you know, really bored of it. I, I just wasn't finding anything that was interesting to me. And every day after class or before class, I would just, you know, sit at home making beats or DJing. From the moment I started DJing, I was obsessed with it. And then with production, obsessed with learning and how to keep leveling up in small increments and stuff like that. There was just one point where I was like, I want to try this full time. Like, I don't want to waste my life and not give it a shot because school wasn't interesting to me. So I was just wasting my time doing that. And so I was like, I'm just going to move to Colorado because there's a huge scene out here with Red Rocks and all the venues so many different venues that cater not only to electronic music but so many other types of music it's just a big music hub out here so that's why i wanted to move out here and see if i could find like-minded people and build you know a project so let's let's fast forward to electric forest 2018 which was a huge i guess i would maybe say a launching point for your career uh, absolutely yeah tell me what that experience of just first even getting the chance to attend the festival then also be a part of the show so attending it the first time i ever attended it was a year before that and it was it was such a last minute thing all my friends out here were saying hey man you got to come to this festival like come check it out and i had been to a few before but nothing like Electric Forest at all. The festivals that I had been to were just like, you know, either in a field or parking lot kind of type thing under a tent. So there wasn't a lot of art and interactive things to do besides just listening to music. And so whenever I went, it was such a life-changing experience that I told all my friends, I was like, I can't come back here until I'm able to play here. Like that's that's like my ultimate goal is to play here. So it was kind of like a little manifestation that was happening while I was attending the first year. And it's so big that I couldn't explore everything. So I was like, I, I have to come back because I want to keep exploring. And then whenever we were presented the opportunity, it was such a mind-blowing thing, like just how quick it happened. And, you know, so much excitement. Me and uh, my manager, Tank, we were just freaking out, just super, super happy about it. Then, you know, we were presented with one set and then that later turned into five official sets. So it was like, what the heck is going on right now? And so it was like trying to figure out how to, you know, make different sets for that for those two weekends was such a fun challenging experience and whenever we got there that first weekend we had a bunch of friends with us for both weekends that we've met over the years through music and it was just like a big family affair kind of thing and to be able to share my music was insane i think the first set was grand artique um the first weekend it was um a nighttime set and nobody was there it was just our friends um, that, that came to the festival with us and then probably after just a couple songs in there we had the whole thing packed out all the way coming out like people were coming out of the sides of grand artique and then some people were on top of the little the trading posts and it was insane energy so the way that that started it was just an amazing two two weekends of playing sets like every set had that that energy behind it because of that first set there was such a buzz around that first set that it, it just it really put our name on the map in the scene because we didn't really have that before. We were, we were kind of making a name, but Electric Force is really what made everything take off because we were exposed to so many people. 
let's talk about the the album release. So this is huge. It was it was yeah debut release, and now that's out for the the world to discover and enjoy. But uh, t- tell me about that, the inspiration behind it, and and the path it took to get it finally released. It was um, it was conceptualized probably about two years before its release, but the name pretty dark loud has always been a way that i've described my music and i think it contains like a majority of my songs contain all three of those elements i've always wanted to make a record from all the inspiration that i've had as a kid growing up listening to this music or whenever i first discovered it and so i felt like that that was the perfect title to name the first album because i've always like whenever people have asked what kind of music do you make i'm like i make bass music and I guess these are the main elements that are in that type of music whenever I create it. At first, it was there was the vision, so nothing was there yet. And it was a lot of tinkering and messing around and getting ideas off the ground at first. Because looking back, I, I counted the other day and looking at ideas and loops and stuff in, in all my folders and stuff. And there's over a hundred little ideas that were surrounding this album during its two-year process and some ideas take off more than others and then that kind of you know you kind of put that in a pile of oh i think this might go on the album kind of thing and at first it was about i was going to do 10 to 15 tracks and then there were some tracks that just felt like they had to be on there and i couldn't get rid of them so that 10 to 15 eventually turned to 20 and once i got that once i got that 20 mark they a lot of them weren't done either some of them just had intros or breakdowns kind of thing they didn't have like the full composition but once i had the the 20 kind of in a playlist um I'm, and i also bounce everything to soundcloud and private links so i could constantly listen to it from like a different perspective and so once i had that i was just constantly taking notes and figuring out different ways to keep composing the songs because sometimes i would flush out a whole idea for a song and then i was like eh, i don't really like that i'm gonna i'm just gonna sit on it for a couple weeks bounce to the other tracks because that was the beauty of this process as well because there was so so many tracks if i got stuck on one i just bounced to another one you know i could forget about one of them and because i forgot about it i had a different perspective whenever i would open it back up it was a very emotional process too because that's i guess i would say how i channel to create music a lot of it was spent you know at night you know when everybody's asleep you're kind of it's a more raw and real way to express yourself i guess because uh, the world's turned off or your side of the world is at least there's not as many distractions and with COVID happening as well that was a that was such a weird time for everybody um since we didn't know when things were coming back it was such a moment of uncertainty that and because there was no time limit of oh it's gonna it's gonna be back next month or in two months or three months there was no time limit so it was a way for me to really really explore like how i wanted to craft an album and how i wanted the songs to go in and out of each other and how i wanted to make them different from each other but still cohesive in the same body of work 
if that makes sense. Sure. Are there um, are there any uh, particular tracks that you want to draw attention to or highlight? Yes. I know that's probably I difficult said, with, with, with it, Yeah, it it really is because they all they all have a special moment that was captured from either an emotional standpoint or just a life standpoint of uncertainty with like COVID. They were all different points in my life in that two year span. But if I were to pick like one, I would say if I was a Raven with Elephant Revival, that's like a really, really special song. That's like more of the emotional side of the project. And then I guess another one would be uh, Fire Dance with Attitude. That one's more of a party atmosphere slash like celebration in a way. And it's like the louder side of the project. Um, I'd say those two. I mean, there's so many. If people have time for it, I would highly recommend to listen to it either alone or with a friend in an environment that's not very distracting front to back. If you can get that at least once, that's that's amazing. I I really that was my goal for um, the listener. But also there's tracks out there that hopefully become a favorite. And that's just kind of what you gravitate towards, because I know not everybody's going to like all 20 tracks. It's a lot. It's a lot to pay attention to. So so you're back to playing live shows. Yep. And what has that return been like for you? I have a I have a deeper appreciation for it. A hundred percent. I appreciate it so much more. I've also been trying to do it a little bit differently as far as like trying to take care of myself more, like, you know, sleep whenever I can, constantly drinking water and eating, because that's really, really difficult with traveling all day that's something that i've been doing differently is just like making sure i'm taking care of myself and i'm on point so i can deliver the best performance that i can that day or that night but i have so much more of an appreciation towards it and whenever i do have time i try to catch other acts as well because that's how i got into this was you know being inspired from other people at first so i'm constantly trying to feel that inspiration Thanks so much to Mercer for taking a moment to chat with us. Before we see him in the forest next summer, he has a full list of upcoming performance dates, including a nationwide tour with Liquid Stranger kicking off in January. Now, here's Mercer's Electric Forest 2022 lineup mix.
Nice, 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 nice. 
like dance, come alive at night and party through the afternoon. I made you see the couple shows, your highs are hot up alone. Fall in love in a mosh pit, let somebody don't hold me hostage. Stay down, baby, watch this. The kid fly without a cockpit. I probably land on a gold mine with my hands tied while I'm blindfolded. I can sell venom to a king cobra when the beat drop, boys, game over. Uh, anybody with a red cup, pull that motherfucker up, cause we about to get drunk. Smoke a little bit of this, drink a whole lot of that, then we gon' repeat this same process. Uh, anybody with a red cup, pull that motherfucker up, pull that motherfucker up, pull that motherfucker up. Fire dance. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Uh. This is what it sounds like when an elephant walk in the room. Boom. 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 Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Just the fire dance. Come alive at night and party through the afternoon. The afternoon. The afternoon. The afternoon. The afternoon. Hey. I probably land on a gold mine with my hands tied while blindfolded, while blindfolded, while blindfolded, while blindfolded. I can sell venom to a king coat when a beat drop boys game over, game over, game over. Hey, this is what it sounds like when an elephant walk in the room. I bring out the predators, linger with my wolves, then we gon' holler at the moon. This the fight dance, come alive at night and party through the afternoon. I made you see the couple shoes, your highs are hot up alone. Fall in love in a mosh pit, let somebody daughter hold me hostage. Stay die, baby, watch this. The kid fly without a cockpit. I probably land on a gold mine with my hands tied while blindfolded. I can sell venom to a king cobra when the beat drop, boys, game over. Uh.
high up, yeah, I'm zoning this bitch. Feeling coolly, feeling funky, getting low in the mix. Got my swisher rope tight, like through roll ups and shit. Blowing clouds in the light, getting heavenly lit. I'm the kind of type of dude that makes moves when the moment comes. Came through dripping, tiptoeing with the beaters on. Don't stress, remember to stay blessed. Contemplating thought in the meaning of the word sense, like. Is it working? Is it really working? Does it really make sense? They tell me just 
Nichts um mir, du fährst deine neuen Bands und ich summe Du sagst um mir, du fährst deine neuen Bands und ich summe Du sagst um mir, du fährst deine neuen Bands und ich summe Du sagst um mir, du machst gerade so viel Geld und ich summe Zahl die Flaschen im Club, kauf der Frau neuen Schmuck gegen jede Vernunft, Augen auf dich, jeder guckt Konto schon weit unter Null, blamier dich nicht bei deinen Jungs Gib ihnen bloß keinen Grund, nein, gib ihnen bloß keinen Grund Arme trainieren und dann bisschen Cardio 200 Euro Dinner bei Fabios Rolex am Arm, doch ist vom Bazaar geholt Benz sein, geh mit Sticker von Car2Go
with your people. Get high, we don't care if it's legal. I see the beauty in the little things. Hear the music when the wind blows. Turn these moments into memories. Don't overthink it, keep it simple. Spread love like a miracle. Short as a blunt sand, spurging a fun feeling. This shirt was an unclimbing. She looking at me like me and Benjamin share a sibling. I spend it because I get defensive about my interests.